0: Demon fans and welcome to the Demonland podcast. My name is Andy and joining me once again my co-host Grape Viney. Good evening Grape Viney. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good all things considered Andy given that uh, we've just been bundled out of the finals unceremoniously and we're about to lose one of our key forwards. Uh, young guns
0: well we'll talk about that and a a lot more uh later in the program but yeah i do uh agree with you i am i'm over it now um if i sound like i'm i'm broadcasting uh in a bathroom uh because of an echo (laughs) i am away at the moment um and i think it's just the hotel room doesn't have the best acoustics so we'll just have to bear with that um if you'd like to join us on the program tonight to discuss any of the topics that we talk about you can give us a call on zero three nine zero one six three triple six or you can skype us at demonland31 if you're listening to the show live you can join us in our chat room where you can ask questions or post comments by heading over to demonland.com slash podcast uh, if you're listening to this uh, podcast uh, a bit later on via SoundCloud on Demonland or via iTunes on a Net, or an Android podcasting app, be sure to subscribe to the show to receive updates. When a new show drops, don't forget to leave us a favourable review to help more people find us. Uh, you can follow us on the socials, uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash demonland31, Twitter at demonland, Instagram at demonland31, or on YouTube, just search for Demonland Podcast. Um, or you can join us on Demonland Com all year round and chat with other D's fans but let's get that all out of the way um, yeah um, you know what I, I think I've moved on I was bitterly disappointed um, you know obviously by half time every, the game was over um, I think you were the same at half time you'd gotten over it
1: yeah look I was pretty relaxed uh, all things considered uh, you know look it was really disappointing but we got steamrolled from the beginning. Um, we were fumbly. we were slipping and sliding everywhere, um, coughed the ball up over and over again, and it cost us almost every time. And before uh, before you could blink, we were you know four goals down. Um, and then look, early in the second, they put it to bed. Um, basically, the entire team looked absolutely dumbstruck. <laughs> And uh, and the game was over. So, um, yeah.
0: I can't remember what they scored in the first quarter. I think it was maybe three goals, eight. Um, but they could have well been eight goals, three to our three points. Uh, we were just smashed. So the game yeah, could have we been were... over. The game could have been over at quarter time, really.
1: It um, looked like it was over at quarter time. Um, uh, you know, I think... Um, we had a few chances in the first quarter. We didn't take any of them. Uh, as you said, they coughed a few up, but uh, got enough on the board to put uh, to put a reasonable gap in place and then uh, uh, finished it off in the early part of the second quarter.
0: You mentioned we were slipping and sliding and fumbling. Uh, I noticed that being at the ground, uh, a lot of the times we were kicking... Yeah, the ball would get, would fly over where we were kicking it to, and they would just mop it up every time. Uh, but the whole slipping and sliding thing, um, a lot of people accusing perhaps the. Um well, these people on Land ac- accusing the uh, ground staff of perhaps uh, over-watering the wicket, and uh, perhaps that's why we were slipping and sliding, but they weren't doing it, so I don't know. What you, Do you do? make anything out of that, or we just no, sell grapes?
1: No, uh, th- I, I, I read that too, and um, that could be true, but w- I think we've had the slipping issue uh, um, at other grounds and quite frequently throughout the year. It happens too often, more often than you'd like, Uh, Clayton Oliver slips over once a week um, and it's not uncommon to see other players do it and I just wonder whether it's obviously the type of footwear that they're wearing. Um, uh, I think the days of the screw-ins versus the moulded stops are over but uh, um, yeah, it it wasn't confined to this one game. I I think it's a, a bit of a broader issue.
0: I'll also add, being at the ground, it was sweltering, uh, the heat, and I know they have to play in it too. It's also probably the start of the warmer weather, so it's not like you can say, well, they're just used to it, and maybe they are used to the hotter weather. But at the end of the game, I remember looking at my watch, and it's, uh, it's got the weather on it, and it was 27.7, but it fe- felt like 30-plus degrees, um, you know, sort of low 30s. Um, so I, I can't imagine uh, that would have helped us out, but then again, they have to uh, play in those conditions as well, and it didn't seem to bother them.
1: Yeah, look, I think we'd been on a really good run, uh, playing excellent footy four weeks in a row. Um, it's a taxing ty- style of football that we play. Um, the two finals particularly were very physical, and uh, I mean we looked we looked absolutely spent very early on. Um, against West Coast, you just sort of wonder whether, you know, the emotional roller coaster that the players had been on, um, uh, yeah, for for a number of weeks, uh, whether it all just sort of came to a head and, and collapsed um, basically, and that ran out of gas. I think you know we acknowledged when we were previewing the match that it could well be a bridge too far to go back over there and uh, get another win. Um, And we would have needed absolutely everything to go our way. So, um, while disappointing, I don't think it was too surprising.
0: But uh, going forward, you know, we're going to have to play three or four finals. Um, You know, we can't, um, you know, we've got to be able to win those games. Um... No,
1: that's true. But you've got got guys in the team who haven't done many pre-seasons. You know, Spargo, Fritsch. No, well, well, sorry, Fritch wasn't there.
0: On the weekend, well, let's. Well, you mentioned Fritch. Fritch. Let's talk about that. Um, uh, that yeah. that was announced after our program last week. Uh, were you surprised by by that non-inclusion? Well, the you know, oh, look, that had had no bearing on the result in the end. You you can't say that. But
1: no, absolutely not. Look, I would have preferred others. Had, others had suggested it. Smith in Fritch up to a wing and Tyson. Yeah. Tyson, the one to go. It didn't happen. It didn't make uh, one jot of a difference. Um, although, you know, Dom Tyson had a a, a really poor game among players that uh, a lot of players that had poor games. Um, but no, I don't think that uh, that particular selection move had a bearing on the outcome.
0: Uh, but it was, a, I thought it was a strange move, uh, felt for Bailey. Um, yep. You, you know, he hadn't been starring in the, in the couple of games leading up to it, but he's been a, a very good contributor all year. He delivers the ball beautifully. Um, yeah.
1: Um, well, the, the unfortunate thing f- for him was he ended up competing for a spot that isn't his really natural position. Yep. So he went down back after Lever um, and he ended up losing his spot in the back line, which isn't really where you know he'd ideally be playing so uh look he he'll be um he'll get over uh the sort of pain of that selection move he played very well the following day um in the casey game so um uh, he looks far too good for that level so he'll be back in the uh back in the ones next year
0: uh, lazy in the chat room says that uh, we looked nervous before the game. Um, being at the ground, I couldn't tell that. So that's obviously something on, on TV. Did you notice that at all? That they look nervous, or no, is that something? No,
1: yeah. I couldn't couldn't read anything into it.
0: Yeah. Look, I must say I must, yeah. say, I must say, had a had a very nice uh, weekend over there. Besides the last, the latter part of it, I uh, went over there on the Friday um met up with some mates who were also traveling over there we watched the footy on the friday night we were shocked by the the result um sort of not quite laughing at richmond but saying how they didn't fire a shot and uh then that uh, was repeated the next day so yeah had it had a nice weekend the lead up to the game was good um and then i think it all ended <laughs> a few minutes after the siren. Uh, sounded um, at the start of the game, uh, but that that crowd over there—they, uh, I mentioned it before the game—they boo everything, and uh, geez, they they do boo everything. Could you hear that over the uh, the? Could you hear their crowd yeah, over I've the? Oh, look, telly? it was
1: really loud. Yeah. Um, I didn't think the booing was as sustained as it was last time round. Well, they didn't need to boo because... <laughs> uh, well, that's true. I guess there weren't too many opportunities no. to boo. They uh, they had the ball the entire time, so...
0: And, we uh, look, we had a lot of uh, luck not go our way. Ball's not bouncing for us, and it seemed to just bounce for them, right? So.
1: And it seemed to last all day, didn't it? I mean, yeah. it was the third quarter when Hannon got the... Bad bounce running yep. into an open goal, yep. and then uh, thirty seconds later, um, Darling, I think it was, got that remarkable leg break that
0: there were a few um,
1: <laughs> that was virtually sort of out of bounds,
0: yeah.
1: um, and then went through. So, and that just, as you say, it seemed to happen all day. Um, smothers that yep that. which we affected ended up um, in their hands yep. so nothing went right no. absolutely nothing went I- right
0: including that goal that uh, then um, the, the score review where it hit the back of uh, his heel or something <laughs> like yeah, just, nothing mean, went
1: right no no and you have those days and I suspect that uh, Goodwin and the football department uh, won't spend too much time reviewing it or raking over raking over it, um, I think they'll just move on to uh, to next year, bigger and better, onwards and upwards. Yeah,
0: and look, I don't, look, I don't think there's really much point in, in, in dissecting the game any further. Uh, there weren't very many stars on the day. There were a few guys that didn't lower their colours, but there were some guys that I,
1: mm, I wouldn't even most, know. They most would, did. I wouldn't most even did. know
0: if some of them had played the game, to tell
1: you the truth. Uh, yeah, the, the damning stat was no tackles for, I think, a good half-dozen players, yep. and then the, another half-dozen only had one tackle, so... Yeah,
0: and then there was the, you know, we, we've smashed the contested possession stat all year and uh, sort of yep. got smashed there. So, look, I think we won at every game bar one this year, and uh, that, that, that's quite disappointing. And, look, hopefully uh, they can learn from the mistakes. I didn't like I saw uh, Robbo, um, not our Robbo, uh, the media robo saying you know this game will scar us uh and i don't think no, so how can no, that be no. any more scarring than say round 23 last year they probably said the same thing that would be scarred by that and look what happened uh, i think that's just no. headline grabbing sort of stuff um i mean it's a game like richmond had more likely to scar them than than us
1: so yeah i, I don't buy into that yeah. and i think i think they'll be stunned by it Um, you know there'd be a number of players that would be embarrassed about what happened Mm -hmm. Um, but equally I think they're going to be buoyed by the experience of the two earlier finals I mean nothing um, uh, nothing is as as addictive as winning like that Um, playing on the big stage 90,000 two weeks in in front of uh, 90,000 people and rolling your opposition I think they'll you know, once you experience that, you want it again. So I think that those two wins will make them just as hungry as the loss will make them, uh, um, you know, pretty uh, uh, pretty angry.
0: And I think it shows just how important it is to finish uh, top two, or, or top four at least, um, hoping you get a Victorian team if you're in the bottom part of the top four. Um it's just so important going into into finals home having that home final uh you don't want to have to travel go to perth it's a hard it's a hard trip and even if had we pulled off a win to come back and and back it up uh in a grand final so um you want to go through your own home ground and um, you know that's hopefully uh they learn those lessons uh going into next year um I think that's probably it for for the Perth game. (laughs) There's nothing really much to talk about except that uh, as a result of that game, it was our last game, uh, congratulations to Clayton Oliver for taking out his uh, second Demonland Player of the Year, uh, two years running. Uh, so he'll be getting a trophy in the mail like <laughs> uh, like Angus Brayshaw uh, received a uh, third place medal uh, from the AFL quite quickly. Um, how, how'd you uh, Did you watch the whole Brownlow medal count?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, it gets more and more unbearable each year. <laughs> I don't know why they need to pat it out with the silly stuff on the side richo and adam cooney doing that interview and kids interviewing um, players count the votes get in and get out and it's lasted three hours yeah um it's just way too long uh i did watch and i was a bit sort of disappointed at about the round 15 16 mark i didn't think that we were getting due recognition for what was a pretty good season, but uh, Max and Gus came home with a flurry, yep. Gus in particular, so that you, was good to see. Were you shocked about Gus? Um, uh, not not really. I mean, we were shocked that he hadn't been invited. Um, yeah, I
0: said that uh, when, when I th- posted a thread uh, when it was announced who was invited, I thought that uh, T-Mac and uh, Brayshaw were stiff and people were saying, well, it's
1: because they missed a lot of
0: footy. Um,
1: well, Brayshaw only missed the three, first yeah. three. He then, it was another few weeks before he went into the middle, which is when he really hit his straps. But um, uh, uh, um, the footy media has been saying it's a bit of a surprise, although they also all acknowledge that Brayshaw is, you know, a gun. So I don't think it is that surprising in a a midfielder's medal. Um, But, you know, you put Clary, Gus, Uh, And max together and I think 54 or 55 votes, um, which is a pretty good return. And, uh, you know, throw Jack Viney in if he'd had a full season and uh, you've got our engine room polling polling really well.
0: Yeah, well, look, not uh,
1: surprisingly.
0: if you gave votes in the two, first two finals, you'd see uh, Viney being high up there as well. So yep. um, uh, he would have got a couple of, uh, probably two, three votes uh, from umpires. Um, Clary, do you think the, the helmet uh, is greater than the uh, red hair in terms of polling <laughs> votes? Because uh, Clary seemed to uh, not get uh, what I thought, a couple of games where I thought he'd poll. Um There was the game against Geelong, which we ended up losing. Uh, Forty touches, twenty contested. Um, Not sure if he kicked a goal as well, Um, but yeah, no votes. So uh, that seemed to happen to a few players on the nights. Um, hmm. Anyway, that's that's how it goes. That happens every year. Yeah, same
1: happened with Max. There was one time he got. 200 hit-outs to advantage, (laughs) kicked a couple of goals against St Kilda, I think, and uh, didn't get any love. So I think increasingly people... um, The Brownlow will always be a prestigious medal, but I think people are increasingly devaluing the umpire's sort of judgment um, on the whole thing. We know that it's become a midfielder's medal. Um, Backmen rarely get votes. Um, So... Yeah, and then you've got things like the coaches Award and the Player's Award, which have got their own level of um, sort of credibility, I suppose, um, because it's coming from your peers in one instance and from um, the people that matter most. So, you know, the umpires sort of come in third behind behind that, don't they?
0: Yeah, I remember someone once telling me they had spoken to an umpire, I don't think he umpires anymore, and he said they're concentrating so much on all the rules that change and the interpretations that they sometimes get to the end of the game and they're really not sure who had the best game. So um, Yeah,
1: and then they might end up relying on statistics. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, Angus had a lot of the ball on the weekend but um, was pretty fumbly and ha- had a bit of a mare of a game. As we know, stats don't always tell well, the story. I agree with D. Oldfart who's just commented in yeah. the chat room that, Uh, Yeah, perhaps surprised that Gus outvoted Clary by so much, Um, and I've heard that sentiment expressed elsewhere, um, that Clary probably came in unders.
0: Yeah, I, um, just even on what you were saying before about Gus getting a lot of ball, there was a bit of criticism, I know uh, so, sort of towards the end of the year when he had that great period that um, his usage of the ball wasn't great he was getting a lot of it, uh, but wasn't hitting a lot of targets and all that so you you must wonder that the umpires whether they see someone getting a lot of the ball, but then maybe because they're concentrating on other things in the game, they're not necessarily noticing yep. uh, the effectiveness or all that but yep. um, yeah. that's not, not taking anything Away from Gaz. I think he's had a fantastic year, and, um, it, yeah, it, and was, I, it was like yeah. having a new player uh, back in the team this year. Considering the amount of time he spent out, so yep,
1: yeah, yeah, and I don't think his disposal has been problematic at all. Um, he, he had a shocker in the prelim; there's no doubt about that. But who um, oh, yeah, As we've said, so, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, other than that, he's he's uh, he's not a bad user of the ball. Yeah.
0: Um, also announced at the Brownlow Medal was that uh, Clary's going to be having uh, post-season surgery on both shoulders. And um, I haven't read too much about it. One thing I did read was that he has to have one and then wait a couple of weeks and then have the other. So they're saying he'll be back to full contact in January. Uh, Do you expect him to miss uh, any games? Um, Obviously, maybe pre-season, but... Uh,
1: there was, I can't remember who the poster was in that thread, uh, was a physio and said that either they or someone they know had undergone, and that, yeah, that January might be a bit optimistic. Okay. So, um, yeah, you want him back as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, particularly because we'll be getting a, a more difficult draw, I, I imagine, next year, given, given where we are finished. So, uh, yeah. Wish uh, Clary all the best and hopefully he can be back on the park uh, sooner rather than later. Um,
1: uh, and, yeah, you just wonder how injured he's been playing and for how long. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he seems to have um, have done pretty pretty well regardless. Yeah. Uh,
0: did you get to watch much of the uh, Casey uh, Grand Final?
1: Yep. Yep, I did. Uh, I was going to go, but uh, after the loss, it <laughs> was deflated. it was uh, I was a bit too deflated, so I watched on the telly.
0: Yeah, I um I came back. That I had to come back that morning from Perth. I had to go straight, almost from the airport, to my daughter's birthday party, and then I sort of came back. I came back home, and I think I think I put the moz on them because I came back, and we were ten points up, or four points up or something and from then on I think they kicked two goals or three goals and um yeah we all know what are the results so could have been yeah, my fault at, <laughs>
1: um well it was Casey's fault because they could have uh, could have had a much larger lead earlier in the game um didn't capitalize on their opportunities and dominance um and then ended up coming to to coming back to bite them on the bum
0: um i d- saw a couple of highlights i saw a beautiful tackle that fritch did on the boundary line um but that's about it haven't seen see much else from the game um anything you can take out of it uh i would imagine well given uh, a couple of the delistings, some of the players aren't going to be around next year so
1: yeah well we need bug's gone and uh pederson's gone um Uh, So they both played their last games. Bernie Vince, of course, played his last game. Uh, Look, Jay Kennedy-Harris started really well but drifted out of the game. Um, uh, Jeffy didn't have more than a couple of cameos and was largely missing. Um, So, no, it wasn't a a particularly great game. Uh, Declan Kelty um, uh, did uh, did pretty well um, down back. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with he and Harry Petty going into next year.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, coaches, uh, before we talk, go into sort of trade and delistings listings and stuff, uh, Coach of the Year was announced um, just the other day, the AFL Coaches Association Award, and um, uh, it's no surprise that, um, that uh, Simon Goodwin was uh, voted third, third best. Um, so well done to the coach. Um, I guess, I guess the the two grand finalists. It's uh, understandable why they're they're the top two. Um, but yeah, good on um, uh, good on Goody. Uh, what, do they take into account the the finals? Uh, that's what I was going to ask. If you knew that I or is that home think, and away?
1: You'd have to uh, think finals. No, I think I think they do take into account the finals. And look, uh, Collingwood were expected to finish. Uh, down the bottom, and even a lot of people tip West Coast to tumble as well this year, so um, probably fair cop on the award. Um, so, uh, yeah, Goody will get his time, I'm sure. Uh,
0: yes. Um, so, the listings uh, announced yesterday, I believe. We've got uh, f- so far, well, five listings. Now, I wasn't sure whether um, it seemed like Cam Pedersen Uh, retired Um, what might have been one of those um, well you're going to be delisted would you like to retire type of type of deals Uh, seems like he's retired Um, and then we've had um, Tommy Bug uh, delisted now it's interesting that um, they haven't sort of oh, – well, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. You would think they would have put his name up to a few uh, teams. I'm sure they're all talking to each other. Teams are talking to each other. I'm sure his name might have been put up there um, as part of a trade for something. Um, given that they've delisted him, uh, there seems like there probably wasn't any takers for that because you would assume we would have thrown his name in for any potential trades we're considering. Yep. Um, yep. So, given that uh, he's just been delisted, uh, that probably hasn't happened. Uh, Lucky Filipovic, um, he, he's one of the ruckmen, isn't he? He yep. was a rookie player. Uh, yep. Gone. Mitch King also, was he one of the, yes, one of the, the rucks?
1: Yes, the other. Yes,
0: so gone. Gone. And Pat McKenna, who, who had a lot of injuries. I don't think he played many games. Um, he's gone too, and obviously Bernie Vince retired and uh, Harley Balich uh, retired as well during the season. Um, so, so we've got. That's
1: nine nine all up.
0: Yep. Yeah, so today, well, today, now, was this. I, I just saw it on Facebook and I saw it on Demon Land uh, with Dean Kent. He has announced, is that an official thing or is that uh, Media Whispers? Uh, that he would no, like that's to be like, that's traded.
1: official that he'd uh that he's looking for a move yep. yeah it seems like he
0: wants to um obviously get more game time get a better uh contract i uh, i think he's just had a, the birth of a baby uh, yep. the other day so he's looking to sort of uh shore up his own uh career and uh you know financial situation so you know best of luck to him um
1: He's also been unlucky with injuries. Yeah, well,
0: Um, I had a St Kilda mate uh, SMS me today saying, Dean Kent, uh, is he any good? And I said, look, I I like him. He's quick. He can kick goals. Uh, Except if he played more more than three or four games a year, I'd be uh, wrapped with him. But uh, he's been very unlucky with injuries. They've torn the hamstring off the bone. He's done his AC joint a couple of times, broken collarbone. Uh, He hasn't
1: didn't help himself uh, on a few occasions either, Um, uh, just with regards to sort of proper um, proper standards and preparation, um, a bit lax um, at times, I believe.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't help. But uh, yep, he's looking to go elsewhere. So I'm sure we'll probably trade for a a, probably I think probably the best we can hope for is a third rounder. Mm. yeah so at best yeah yep. uh so that's uh that's that's that. now we got rid of the and i'll just go back to the delist the delistings we got rid of two big guys now it seems that we're going to get uh Braden, Braden yeah brayden Bruce am i saying his name correctly i should learn <laughs> it before next year seems like we're going to get him um where are you happy with that decision where do you see uh him playing is he just going to be there as that backup if max gets injured um can you see a situation where we'd play two ruckman
1: um you can if jesse goes and this is where the whole the big mix and the mm. big picture is still not clear to us Um, you know, depending on Jesse going and, uh, you know, there's talk of Stephen May coming in and Press, but you'd think that, I mean, Press is leaving North because he's not getting enough, um, you know, not getting enough opportunity in the ones. Well, he's going to the club with the best Ruckman in the league. So Mm. um, we did, I think when we discussed this last time, wonder what the motivation was. You've got to presume that he's been told that if he does come to Melbourne, He's going to play, um, and I haven't seen too much of him. By all accounts, he's a pretty promising player, um, and maybe uh, maybe he will be switching with uh, Gorn and uh, have a resting ruck forward, um, along with you know T Mac and Wiedemann on on the presumption that Jesse's not there.
0: And we'll talk about Jesse in a moment. We're just on Proust, Mm. though. The only thing I know about him is that, uh, I think, was it last year he had a decent year? It was either last year or 2016. One of the years he had a decent year. And the only reason I know, and when I say decent, I mean in the fact that if you were a fantasy football player... um, a lot of people took him because he was a, quite a low-priced uh, Ruckman to have as your second Ruckman. So if you needed to um, to free up some salary cap room in your team to bring in some good midfielders, you would use uh, Braden Bruce, uh, because he was getting decent scores uh, as your second Ruckman. So that's all I know. I had him in my team, but I didn't really watch him except for seeing he got sort of okay fantasy football scores. Yep. So, um, it seems like we're going to get him. That's the way the, what the media is saying, but uh, w- we will see. Um, now, the Jesse Hogan thing. Uh, is this still media? Be- we're going to hear this every, if he stays. We're going to hear this every year until he's no longer playing for us. I- is there more to it uh, than this? Goody came out a few weeks ago, said, no, he's staying, but we all know, uh, you know things can change very quickly. Is no, it
1: seems this time that there's substance to it. Um, Where's reported, it coming from? The Ds? Well, or no, his man, no, it's coming from Jesse. Yep. His manager has apparently said that he's open to a trade, to Fremantle.
0: You think he wants um, to go home or he wants out of the Ds?
1: Uh, like what, I, just, look, we just don't know. Yep. Um, I, I sort of posted on the forum today that, um, you know, when he first... Burst onto the scene. Remember that game against the Tigers on the yep. on the Friday night. We all said back then that the only way we're going to keep in was to win games, become a good side, play finals, well, we've done um, it, play off uh, for a premiership. And it just seems completely counterintuitive that after enduring the uh, you know the tail end of the miserable years and the uh, slow but steady rise up the ladder. Um, that he's about to jump ship to what's effectively another basket case of a club um, just as we're coming good. So it doesn't make sense um, on the surface, but you've got to bear in mind that uh, he had a really rough year last year. um, And, you know, his ambitions and priorities may well have changed um, with regards to those things. So, um, uh, i'll be you know i'll be sorry to see him go if if he does end up going um you know he was one of the first pieces of the puzzle that was put in place as part of the rebuild yeah you know we were saying at the time we're going to build a site around this guy and that's what we've done and it, it just feels a little bit um, a little bit surreal and uh, a little bit sad that we might end up doing it all without Jesse
0: yeah it, it does seem sad I, I will say that I think towards the end of the year I think we uh, we were playing better without him than we were with him a few of those games um, that's not to say I'll just flick him off because we all know what a good footballer he is um, but I think it gets to the point where if this is going to happen every year every two years um, and then he becomes a free agent and leaves us Um, is it maybe if he's going to go that we get something for him now Um,
1: well there's you've got two different arguments in there the free agency point is a really relevant one because I think he's an RFA next year and so if he does go then we're in a better bargaining position this year than next but um, this argument that we've got to put up with the noise Mm. um, every year and we should just get rid of them because it's too much. Oh, no, that I don't care about, yeah. No, I mean, it's basically Fugazi, isn't it? That's that's just background noise and um, people hate the constant speculation, but if Jesse himself can um, drown it out, then it's not really an issue. Mm. Um, I know some have sort of said that he might want to get out of the spotlight of sort of playing in Melbourne, but... Um, going it's, back to WA, it's a bigger is spotlight, not, isn't it? I
0: mean, well, locally. it's a different
1: type of spotlight. It's a two-town team. Yeah. where absolutely every last thing is put under the microscope. Mm. Um, I think you can hide better in Melbourne than you can in Perth, um, in terms of sort of media scrutiny. So, mm. um, I, I don't know what we don't know. What's motivating the decision? So, look, I just hope we, we can. might never know.
0: I just hope we get we don't get screwed on a on a trade, um, and you know I want to get s- s- obviously we've got to get a decent, yep. very good pick, but I think we've got to get also pro- perhaps a player out of it as well, and not just some fringe um, player. And I, I'll just I'll throw Harley Belling's name out there, <laughs> someone that uh, you know a name like that that. You know, may not. We need something decent in return.
1: No, we're going to get something decent. Yeah, you know, if you think of the of what we paid for Lever, um, you know Jesse's got more exposed well, form What did we give? We gave lever, two so.
0: two first round picks. Now we've yep. got to get at least something like that in return. Yeah, if not, and then a sweetener with it. Now there's the talk of Stephen May. I don't, if we're going to get Stephen May, I don't want. There's no trade of Jesse a three way trade. We give Jesse, they give something else, and then we get Stephen May. Oh, I'm not accepting that. No. Uh, we'll talk Stephen no. May now. Um, just forget whether he's part of the Jesse <laughs> trade or not. Um, are you happy for him to come to the club? What What do you think he brings brings to that um,
1: club? Oh, he's no. De- look, I'm not over the moon about it. Look, he's a good player.
0: He's a defender, but where does he fit into our team? I, uh, You know, having well, I don't know. We've sort
1: of got this the same issue, um, the same issue down back that we sort of almost have up forward, and that there's an embarrassment of riches now. Maybe not as rich in the back line as we are in the forward line. Um, Frost, for all his good play over the past month or six weeks, um, still has a lot of problems. His athleticism and that dash is is fantastic. But some of his defensive work um, has still got question marks on it. So I I don't know whether Frost is a long-term best 22 player yet. I don't think that he is, as much as I do like those qualities. Um, What
0: do you think if we had Lever in the team with, you know, so Lever could sort of help with that third man up situation? that sort of help out um you know frosty and and uh mcdonald
1: look at it, it well. well. yep
0: all right we've got a caller on the line uh good evening how are you
2: good this is the demon land red and blue thunders live from spencer street we're just handing out uh trade deals and players to Fremantle good evening gentlemen it's super Mercado. That's
0: super Mercado. good evening I'm glad that you made it out safely out of uh, Perth um, were you happy with your trip
2: <laughs> no, not really uh, but the must be, the only thing I will say in favor of the trip was that the decapitation was so quick and so clean that not only did we not have time to get into the game, as fans, but the West Coast fans never got antsy enough where I was sitting, at least, to get into us. So it was quite a calm experience in the end. We kind of just got massacred, and they just sat there and went "bugger me" for the rest of the first half.
0: Yeah, I had a few, uh, uh,
2: and then obviously this-
0: I had a few uh, Eagle supporters around me, uh, even though I was in a predominantly Melbourne area, and they were. They almost were apologetic <laughs> for the way they yeah. uh, killed us.
2: Well, the person sitting behind me was having a ripper of an argument with somebody. I could never actually work out who it was because I could never hear the comments coming back the other way. Um, but there was some, yeah, you know, um, there was some stuff that can't be said on the air being yelled out from our side on that front. But like I said, I could never actually work out what where it was coming back from. Um, yeah, they were right. There was one person after the game, only one after the game, who kind of was walking the other way and did a bit of ho-ho-ho comedy was given uh, several Anglo-Saxon terms um, in response. Uh, But generally, they were all right. Like I said, there was never even the slightest hint that we were going to win. So the tension level was never anywhere near what it would need to be for... uh, total mayhem in the stands so in the end it was a crap trip uh but at the same time it was actually a reasonably calm trip once the game started until the west coast theme song was playing at the end and then i got the text message saying your plane has been delayed by an hour which i thought was at one of the most incredibly timed piss takes in history I did see uh, you when me- all I wanted to do was go go home immediately.
0: Yeah, I did see you mention that on uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, I actually stayed uh, the night overnight. Um, I did want to get out of there as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, it uh, it was actually unbearable because I was staying at the Crown, so uh, it seemed that every West Coast Eagles supporter was congregating at Crown afterwards. So I couldn't even leave my my room. And then to make matters worse, when I um, when I came out of the hotel in the morning, quite early morning, I had to walk. my My room was the last room, so before uh, my last, the furthest room away from the lifts. So as I made the walk of shame over to the lifts, the lifts, I saw every newspaper sitting out of every room that uh, that wasn't no, I, very complimentary well, towards uh, the D's. Yes,
2: and nor should it have been either. It was certainly a flattered attack. Performance, um, hell of a time to save our worst performance for the year. Um, but I think at the same time, look, I, I think it's pretty honest if you if you said you'd offered us a prelim at the start of the year, we'll offer you a prelim, but you'll lose by ten goals. We would have clutched it. That was uh, with all our might, though. We only lost by ten goals because the second half, uh, there, was a, there was a few times where it was like with the loose ball, and they'd be like, no, 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 you first, and basically just waved our players in to get the ball because they weren't going to risk hurting themselves or accidentally elbowing somebody in the head. So morally, it was probably more than a 11-goal loss or whatever it was, but um, in the future, when the, the historical record is opened, people will only see an 11-goal loss, fortunately.
0: Yeah, I got a lot of consolation from uh, mates, uh, non-demon mates, uh, with that exact thing, saying that uh, if at the beginning of the year I would have offered you a preliminary final, you would have taken it, and you know you can't argue with that. Um, and I agree with you that we were uh, the score line in the end flattered flattered us because um, yeah, <laughs> should have lost by more. But
1: uh, and look, I'll take it. I'll, I'll uh, Andy, I can't sleep a Mikado.
0: Oh, you can't hear Super Mercado? All right, well, you'll have to listen to the replay because I, I, I can't... Uh, we're we're just, on um, one computer.
2: Just, you can just let Grave Viney know that I had a miserable time and I'm never going back to the state of Western Australia.
0: <laughs> Super Mercado wants uh, me to tell you that uh, he had a miserable time uh, and he'll never go back to Western Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I figured as much um i'll just i'll just quickly ask you while i've got you on the phone before i let you go considering the the other co-host can't hear you um uh, in terms of um in terms of uh the trades that uh, we've got brewing at the moment uh what are your thoughts on jesse hogan
2: well, firstly, can I just say I was late to call in because I was on the phone to a North Melbourne fan who was uh, letting me know that apparently we're paying Braden Proust $600,000 a year, which is possibly the worst trade rumour I have ever heard in my life. I'm like, well, sure, we'll get Braden Proust, and I don't know what he's actually going to do, but the, the idea that we would be paying some random ruckman who's paid about 10 games $600,000 a year was a, the most laughable thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, as for Hogan... I don't want him to go, but there's probably never going to be a better time to extract full price from Fremantle. Given that, if you leave it, if you let it roll another year, then West Coast will probably come into the mix as well because Kennedy's not getting any younger. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, look, I don't like it, but I would be accepting of it. I wouldn't be down at the club uh, starting a picket line, Shane Woden trade style. Um, <laughs> Even though I was for that one as well, but I know there was a lot of anxiety. But, yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on Wiedemann next year to continue a, a hot streak that topped out at two games. Um, it, it basically means McDonald will have to take the number one defender all the time. Uh, and then, I guess that's where old mate $600,000 a year, if comes in, um, as as a forward. Um to, you know, play that, that ruck forward role. Um, if, if Hogan doesn't go, I absolutely cannot understand where this bloke fits in to our team and why he would be joining us. Uh, so I, I guess he's definitely been given the Iggy that he's going to play, you know, round one next year. Otherwise, I can't see why he would be coming unless we we're paying him $600,000 yeah, to, to play in the reserve. Yeah.
0: So, That's interesting. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, look, it's, it's disappointing if Hogan goes, but like I said... Like, it would almost at the same time be like, oh, thank Christ, let's just finish that storyline. I'm sick of discussing Willie won'ty. Like, either sign a contract for the next 10 years or just go and let's move on.
0: You would think if he does leave, the, the club's going to have to make it clear that it's he's leaving because he wants to leave, because uh, if there's any inkling yeah. that the club has uh, shoved him out the door, which I don't think they ever would, um, there'll be, um, if you thought there were some unhappy people about the Jack Watts trade, uh, just wait till uh, uh, the Jesse Hogan yeah. one goes through.
2: I mean, it's, it seems to me reading between the lines, and you can never take journalists, you know, until we know the full story, but it's almost a case of, you know, We'll drive you there. We'll drive drive you to the meeting and, you know, you just tell us if you want to go. Um, But, you know, we'll be waiting outside. We'll be ready to sign the papers if you want to go. Like, it's one of those, you know, it's your decision, but where, you know, we would be very happy to facilitate this deal for you. But, who knows, it might be complete bollocks uh, and you might come out tomorrow and sign a bloody lifetime contract for all I know. But, like I said, it's like there's got to be something brewing to get... Truce yeah. in? Why? Why would he join us if he's not going to play next year? And if he is going to play next year, how do you fit in McDonald, Hogan, Wiedemann, and him?
0: No, you can't
2: into the same thing. So, but who knows? Well, that's been brewing for a month. So, if that's if that conspiracy theory was true, does that mean that the Hogan thing's been brewing for a month as well? Which I doubt, because surely we would have heard something about it before now. So, watch this space. But yeah, look, I. I I don't want him to go, but I would be accepting based on depending on what we got. If they just got like pick eight or something, and that was it, I'd probably smash the joint down. Um, would certainly think you would want two first rounders
0: well, at cons- a minimum. Considering um, with what we gave for Lever, you would uh, think we've got to get. Correct. uh
2: Although you would argue coming the other way that Lever was an all-Australian, but you know Hogan is coming into his prime, so yeah. it would it would be a fair deal. I mean, they don't have to, wouldn't have to be this year. Both this year, one definitely this year, uh, and whether that's going to be the the on trade for Stephen Martin Killer Stephen May. Um, so,
0: well, what do you think about May? Uh, uh, where does he fit oh, I've, into I've the team? Into,
2: I've been into May for about three years, so I'm I would be very happy as long as he could just calm down from hitting people and getting rubbed out. Um, I'm all for that, um, but it's a You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. If effectively you turn Hogan into him and a draft pick, then it strengthens the back line, then it weakens the forward line. Um, And is that, are we happy with that in a case of this year, we scored heaps, but we also were leaky at the back. Do you tighten up the back and take the hit at the front and hope that it balances out in the positive in the end? Um, so, yeah, I'll look on more for May. Um, and then I guess what's the other one? Dean Kent? Yeah, well, Dean Kent was
0: today, but we were saying with us, uh, with Great Viney before, that uh, I can't imagine we'll get better than a third rounder.
2: Yeah. no, and no, that could be what gets flicked for Pruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the end, the that could trades, be a straight yeah. move, move from one to the other. Uh, and look, I, th- I think Kent has a lot to offer, but it's probably where we've, we've finally reached that situation where, we have to start letting players go who are toss-of-the-coin propositions. Like, he could be good. I don't kind of get the idea of him being a midfielder, but, you know, good luck to St Kilda with that. Um, but five years ago, or even three years ago, we would have been like, no, 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 we've got to keep this guy. We need people who have played, you know, 40 games, 50 games. Um, whereas now, we've we've growing the depth that allows us to shift players like that off and go and try and pick out the players we really want to improve the squad so i wish him nothing but the best and thank you very much for the goal against west coast uh, but it certainly won't be something i'll be fire bombing the demon shop over
0: all right uh well i might have to leave it there only because uh great viney <laughs> no, no
2: that's all good i, I don't want to leave uh, great viney <laughs> in the dark uh, I just want to say thank you very much gents and great reminder you can hear this on the replay thank you very much for having me on this year it's been really good I've uh, really enjoyed it and uh, yeah look who knows what I'll be doing next year I don't know how much of the, how many of the games I'll actually be seeing uh, but I'm sure we will talk again at some point next season
0: well you're always welcome uh, to join us you've got an open invitation uh, if you do get to see a match even if you don't uh, wouldn't it be the first time uh, someone hasn't seen a match Yeah, have talked about it
2: I might just bring in and just go wild on something that i've seen on the forums even though i don't i didn't actually see it in person
0: <laughs> well best of luck I uh, hope we do get to uh, speak to you again uh thank you for your contribution
2: Great. thank you guys
0: all right uh, make sure you get uh, get on that tram um we can i hear you them. will <laughs> do it sounds like a better <laughs> run me
2: over
0: all right thanks mate no, cheers that was uh, Super Mikado. Hopefully it's not the uh, last time uh, we hear from him, given his uh, new work situation. Uh, sorry about that, Gray Viney. Uh, just the setup I've got, obviously, I'm talking to you through Skype on a browser, and that obviously doesn't feed through the sound. Uh, if I had my mixer at home, um, it would be all sweet. Um, he was basically just saying, <laughs> we went through uh, all the uh, trades uh Pretty similar on the same page as you in regards to all of those things. What he did mention was he said he was speaking to a North Melbourne supporter who mentioned that uh, he had heard, and uh, take it with a grain of salt, that we were going to pay Braden Pruce six hundred grand a year. Uh, that seems a bit over the odds for me, um,
1: yeah. particularly
0: if he's playing a Casey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't uh, that doesn't sound right. But uh, look, the cap's gone up, so all the just the average wage has gone up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know.
0: I can't... Uh, well, he, uh, he was saying uh, can't that... Can't claim
1: uh, to be an expert on those things.
0: He was saying that Bruce probably has been told that he'll be, he'll be playing uh, in the ones next year. Um, yeah. Which means maybe we did know about... I uh, mean, we as the club knew a bit about Jesse uh, a bit earlier than we thought, but, look, we don't know. Yeah. Um, what's happening there, and uh, watch this space. Um, uh, Grand final this week, Um, do you have a favourite? Well, well, I'll ask you two questions. Uh, Who do you think will win and who do you want to win on none of the above?
1: I'm a bit ambivalent about the whole thing, to be honest. I usually, um, and I think I said this last week, I'm still in appreciation mode about where we got to this year. Um, As much as I enjoyed the victories, I was still just happy to be back and on the big stage. One of the things that hurt so much during the miserable years was watching big games between other clubs, whether it was Hawthorne and Geelong on the Easter Monday um, or Anzac Day or the finals, and I just wanted Melbourne to be back um, on that stage. So um, now that we're back, I actually don't, Care too much about what happens to it now that we've sort of exited. So, I'm a bit ambivalent about who wins on the weekend. I'm not sure. I've sort of underrated Collingwood all year, probably, and uh, they looked really good the other night. Um, So, I'm not too sure. Uh, And I don't think I care either way. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: do you hate both
1: sets of supporters? (laughs) Well, but in different ways.
0: This was my thought. I'll I'll first uh, talk about what you were saying about the D's being on the big stage. And, yeah, I agree with you. I missed it. And you would have to think after the two finals that we had, we were able to bring in 90,000 both weeks. Uh, Both weeks we had a huge chunk of the crowd more so in the first week than the second week but you would say we had the, the majority on the second week as well i think we've <coughs> proved to the afl we can bring numbers in if they give us big stage games um you'd hope that we get three or four friday nights uh in this coming next year As well as having Queen's birthday and the Anzac Eve game. So it looks like we will be on the big stage next year, and hopefully the AFL don't screw us with Friday nights and only give us two or something, or give us a, you know, uh, chuck us on a Thursday night, which I don't love, but. yeah, I'd love to get a couple of Friday night games, at least three, I'm sure we maybe will. four. Yep. So, uh, we will we'll be on the big stage, and if we keep we play an exciting brand of football, I was said last week. A lot of my non-Melbourne supporting mates said they they loved Melbourne in the finals. They thought we were, you know, they, they hadn't seen a lot of us over the last few years, even when we we'd started to started to come good because we weren't on the big stage, and I think people sort of uh, got a bit of a taste of the D. So. Let's say big things to come in terms of this grand final. While I was at the Eagles game, I was like, "I hope Collingwood thump you guys next week." And then I remembered that I was talking about Collingwood, and I've got to come back to Melbourne and actually spend a week seeing all the Collingwood people come out of the woodworks. So I've got, I've got a friend who does not go to football anymore, but this week he's all of a sudden he's Collingwood's biggest fan. Um, I can't stand that (laughs) from any supporters, but the Collingwood as well. Um, You know, the supporters in the West, they were so arrogant, um, even though I said some of them were nice about it. They're still, they're they're booing. I I experienced it twice. But then again, I don't have to hear or see them. So if, if the Eagles win the grand final... It's 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 over there. We won't hear from them. So the Fugazi uh, is not going to reach my ears if they win. Whereas if Collingwood win, it, I just I just want to watch the grand final and see Eddie turn purple. <laughs> that's, yep. that's what I want. So I'm hoping the Eagles will win. Having said that, I don't think they were. I thought Collingwood were very impressive on Friday night. For some reason, I even though West Coast took us to the cleaners. I, I don't rate them. I, I don't think they can come and play in Melbourne. I, I think they're going to get rolled by Collingwood. Uh, having said that, I don't think that Cox will have a good as good game as he did last week. Uh, I think prior to that, I think the only games he's ever played well in is against Melbourne. Um, I don't think he's going to have that game two weeks in a row. Um, but I don't know. But I think mm. they'll win. All right, grand final. Hopefully it's finished and we can start uh, preparing for 2019. Um, uh, we've got the BNF coming up. But before we talk about that, the, I read today, but I haven't... I just read the headline, but I haven't read anything about it. Caroline Wilson banned from a function, What? what uh, demon's function. What's that all about? Uh,
1: this is not good, and it's hard to work out at the moment just who's responsible. But um, she's basically... There's a, an annual function, I don't know which one, She's been uh, one of the speakers at it um, for going back a number of years. Um, she was set to do it again this year. I think it's sort of now. Um, Is
0: it a coterie function? Is it... Uh, it's not the I, best in fair.
1: No. Cause no, no, no. It's, it's not said. the best and yeah. sort of. It's one of the... I mean, the club puts on millions yeah. of those functions. So I don't yeah. know which one, but um, she... Got a call from Ryan Larkin, who's the club's media manager, Mm -hmm. um, telling her she she was no longer um, required at the event.
0: So she was invited, she she had been invited. She had been invited,
1: uh, was uninvited. Yep. And the reason that Larkin gave to Wilson was that they weren't happy with her uh, articles about Gary Pert's appointment and Bartlett's captain's call in making that appointment um, so there's been, in terms of the threat on Demon Land, there's sort of speculation as to whether um, it's a Gary Pert call or whether yeah, that's what was um, Bartlett's yeah. nose is out of joint. Yep. Um, but the general consensus in that thread, um, and I'd back it up with my own opinion, having worked in journalism and media relations for 25 plus years, is it's absolute amateur hour if they've um, reacted this way. To what they see as a, a slight or a, a negative article, so um, you don't uh, you don't gain anything by making enemies of journalists. Um, the usual people are going on in that thread that Wilson's got it in for us. But you speak to James Brayshaw, you speak to Eddie Maguire, you speak to Gil McLaughlin. They'll all say exactly the same thing: Caroline Wilson's got it in for me. And generally, if a journo, if uh, everybody's saying. Um, that, that about the juno? then the juno is usually doing a, a pretty good job <laughs> um it's that, usually an indicator that you're you're on the right track when everybody um hates you
0: all right so uh caroline wilson uh not coming to a function all right bnf uh any predictions uh seems like it could be a two-horse race however there's a third horse uh, that could be in the race yeah. considering uh you know, the the end of the season that he would had, but you'd think uh, one of Maxi or, or Clayton's going to be taking it out. Um, yeah. Uh, other predictions, there's the best first-year player. Um, for mine, I think it's Bailey will get that. What do you think? It's probably him or Spartacus.
1: Uh,
0: sparky, yeah, Sparky. What, what did uh, uh, yes. he call himself?
1: Uh, no, I think it'll be Bailey. Yeah. We'll, we'll edge out Spargo. Spargo. Um, uh, yeah, Bailey played more games, um, and argue, uh, uh, arguably, with his sort of versatility, um, you know, achieved more or performed better. Or, um, yeah, I, I think it'll go to Bailey.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think what other awards they have on the Well, there's,
1: there's the most improved. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, Harms? And in? I think uh, it's got to be James Harms. Yep. Um, uh, there's, uh, and we should actually mention, going back to the Brownlow, Neville Jetta won yep. Jim Stein's yep. Community Participation Award.
0: Yeah, that's right. And
1: there. incredible. Yep. They listed the organisations yep. that he does work for. It's as long as yep. your arm. Yeah. Um, so uh, thumbs up to Nev. He's won the equivalent club award the past few yep. years. Yeah, no, no, you would so think he'll win it
0: again. <laughs> he'll win it again
1: this year, and rightly so. Yeah. But, yeah, you'd think it's between, the, uh, between Clary and Max, and I think as we discussed a few weeks ago, um, or, or I certainly said that uh, I'd love to see Clary win it for the next 10 years, yeah. take out 10 BNFs, but... Um, it'd be good to see Max win one, and I think Max would treasure it because he does love the club um, very much. So, yeah, there won't be any losers.
0: Yeah, so we had uh, uh, – I talked about Clary taking out the uh, Demeland Player of the Year award. He took it out. Uh, Max came second, and uh, Brayshaw steamed ahead. He came third in ours. Harmsy also in the latter part of the year steamed up. He came uh, fourth. Jesse was th- third for most of the year behind um, uh, Clary and Maxie, and he ended up in uh, fifth. And then just out of that was uh, Tom McDonald, uh, which great effort mm. considering he missed uh, a lot of footy early. Uh, then Jonesy, Salem, and Melksham, um,
1: and Track, and Viney. Uh, yeah, uh, interesting yeah. about Jesse. I mean, he would have got. 99 percent of those yep, votes early in the first yep. in the first 11 rounds basically because he had a few crappy weeks um at the turn of the year before getting injured so it just shows how good of how good form he um, how good the form he was in
0: yeah so um yeah well i think um well, i think that's it uh, for us tonight unless you've got anything else you want to uh bring up
1: uh, no. No? All right, well, um... No, I think we've sort of covered it. I think we'll, uh, reconvene after the draft, will yeah, we, or yeah. before the well, draft? we
0: might, I haven't thought about it. We might, uh, at maybe at the end of trade week, uh, depending if we land some nice things, what happens, we might come on there and we might do a, maybe a, a season wrap-up, talk about some players and stuff, but I don't know, either that or the draft, and then uh, we'll be back for the, our, uh, retaking, our defence... Of the AFLX, um, mm. trophy, um, <laughs> or, or after the JLT, <laughs> more likely. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you, uh, great and thank you Super Mercado, um, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, uh, I'll be going to, uh, the BNF, so, um Yeah, we'll uh, post on Demonland any uh, observations we make and who turns up and who doesn't, um, which will be interesting. All right, um, with that, uh, get this theme music going again. All right, um, well, we don't have a game coming up this week, so but I will say, go D's, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.